0: Hey, what's going on good people? Welcome back to another episode of Training Well Done. This is actually a pre-roll. This episode was recorded a couple weeks ago, and I want to update you that you are actually going to be on the air listening to my interview with Jack Barnheisel, who is the City of Pittsburgh 2021 cross country champion. He's also the District 10 champion, and just recently this past weekend, He plays top 25 in the state at Hershey, PA, achieving his goal of getting some hardware at states to close out his senior year. He's had a phenomenal year. I'm interviewing him. I shot this recording before the city championship, so you're going to hear him talk about setting the city record. He did not set the city record. It was a muddy day, but he won decisively. So I just wanted to put this in here since this podcast wasn't uploaded yet and States was just the other day. So tune in, have fun, enjoy. Hey, what's going on, good people? Welcome back to another episode of Training Well Done, your podcast on the what, the why, and the how of quality training. With your host, Coach Donald, and I am here with the very first high schooler on the podcast. Also, the longest standing GHP member at the gym, and also one of the top 50 runners in the state of Pennsylvania as of October the 21st of 2021, Jack Bornheiser. What's
1: up? Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Excited to be on the podcast. Oh my man, how you feeling today? Feeling all right. Nursing a knee injury right now. Hope I'm ready for city champs on Saturday.
0: Yeah, so we got the city championship on Saturday, and you, uh, you and Holden are chasing the course record.
1: Yeah, hopefully. I got. We actually ran like a city meet, which is like. Don't really matter. It's like, it's just the seven varsity guys running against each other, basically. Got about... (laughs) Heavy shade to all the
0: other schools. My goodness. All right,
1: well, we get top seven every time. No disrespect to the other schools, but we just out there running.
0: We got about,
1: (laughs) I got about nine seconds off the record that time, just running by myself. So hopefully this could be a good race on Saturday.
0: Yeah, you and Holden be duking it out. Oh, yeah. Nice. So, and then States is coming up. Yeah. How do you feel about that?
1: I'm excited. Uh, I we raced against the state guys, like the guys were gonna be racing at of states earlier this year at the states course for an invitational, and I got 17th, so I'm just hoping to get better than that, which I think I can, because I feel like I've gotten a lot faster since then. So I'm excited, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for that final states hill. The final entry. states hill. Yeah.
0: I think I'm actually gonna come to that meet, like I have it on my calendar, so I'm pretty sure I'm going to go unless something comes up. And I got to hear about this hill that I'm hearing about at the end. It's awful. And it's like, from what, if I recall correctly, I remember Isaiah was describing this to me last year. There's like, you go down this like some stretch and then you turn and then it's the hill in the finish. Yeah, it's just like some like. You don't see it coming until you're there.
1: Yeah, so straight away you just like loop around this thing. It's like a 300, 400 meter hill right up the top. And then you have about 200 meters left and you're done.
0: That's a tough finish yeah it's a you can't finish. even like I mean you can mount up to finish but it's like psychologically it's yeah, easier to start done. going faster when you see the end versus oh sharp turn up oh then there's the finish right there
1: yeah and I hate running up the hills at the end we have one on the city course it's like the hill's not even that bad when I'm doing I get to the top my legs are done okay, I got to the top of the state's course State's Hill and I was done I just like jogged the rest of it
0: oh man so Jack Jack's been it's it's Jack's been here a long time, and I remember long before I even had this idea for GHP, when I was going away to, for grad school. Because the very first time I ever did a transaction coaching wise was for a running program we did. In, what were you like, sixth grade, maybe? If that, that maybe true. fifth or sixth grade. And I'm very grateful for the University of Texas. So I went to. School, so when you think about where you're going to go to college. Part of the name recognition matters because me and your dad bonded over Texas. Yeah, I remember that. Me, me me, 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 and your dad had conversation before. But when I said I was going to Texas, everything changed. Yeah. And I remember, yeah, back then, like, we would talk about it so much. He had all these recommendations and stuff like that. I don't remember what those things were at this point. But when I was like 21, 22, he had a bunch of recommendations for stuff. He still, We still talk about the stuff in Austin, Texas now. So back, that was like 2014. When that happened. And then when I actually started GHP in 2017, that was four years ago. You're 17, so you were 13 at the time. Yeah. And you and your dad started coming to train, But it was before you started coming to train. We just did stuff at the track. Do you yeah. remember that?
1: Woodland Hills track, me and Andre early in the morning. I remember that. Yep,
0: you and Andre. And Andre, yeah, we went off the run in college and then... Uh, I wish I could. I wish I knew better about the school. I could have steered them somewhere else. Cause they end up closing their program oh, like after first uh, Anyways, but yeah, you're still here. Yeah. And it's so like, I oh, stay. look at you from middle school, and now you're a senior in high school, and I have a gray hair as well. And it's like, wow, I'm, really <laughs> I'm not getting quite old. there yet. So you're not quite there yet. I'm just lucky that I'll actually be thirty before you're twenty, but it's cutting it close. Yeah. So tell us. We want to talk about Jack's story today. Jack had an explosive senior year. Um, you know, he's touched 15 on the cross country course this year after last year's PR was in the 17s. And, you know, for those most of you listening are runners or athletes, but a lot of you that I know listen to this show are decently well versed in cross country and distance running. And you know that's a big jump. So, we want to start Jack with how you got into running. Why do you even like running in the first? Do you like running, I should actually ask you. Do you even like this?
1: Um, I think there's definitely points where I don't like running, where I you know, you have to wake up early in the morning, do some like workout. But for most of it, I love running. Like when I have something on my mind or I'm feeling stressed out, run six miles in the park, feel great. One thing I love about running, if it was, I love competing. If it was just, you know, I would never do running just as a way to get in shape. That would be so boring. I love competing. I'd go go to every single race possible, and I just love the. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Just like the feeling of competing, hearing people yelling, and then like beating the people I want to beat, beating the times I want to beat, and that's like a kind of a new thing. Like, I remember freshman year when I was running, running like the twenties. I didn't really want like want to compete that badly. I just like wanted to hang out. It's like a social thing. It's still a social thing, but not as much anymore. Like, I love hanging out with my friends who do running. I also love competing. So, my one friend Holden we were talking about, me and him are right next to each other. We, there's about four races this year where we were within two seconds of each other. I love racing against him, I have every workout against him, it's so much fun. And yeah, I think like sophomore year, first race is when I really started to like competing. Dropped my PR down by three minutes. Mm. Yeah, that was fun. No one was expecting that.
0: Yeah, was that um was that around when you had the growth spurt or was that before your growth spurt?
1: That was like I think I was having a little growth spurt then. That was kinda of like during quarantine when I really like shot up four or five inches. That
0: was, yeah, that was. So that's big. That's yeah, a big I was drive. excited. Um so take us through how you got started, because you've been doing this a long time.
1: Yeah. All right. Um
0: Do you remember back then?
1: I, I actually do remember. there was very specific. Um, my dad's a runner. He loves to run. He's been running since a little before I was born. He didn't do it like my age. So he got me into it. The girls on the run 5K, when I was like eight years old, they were having like some 5K event. My dad was like, eh, you might as well come down and try it. And I remember I went down and I beat all the girls on the girls on the run team. He was so excited. And like a month later, my mom threw me on a track team. River City Elite, still on the team. And that's how we met. Season. Yes, it is.
0: Do you know what grade you were in? <laughs>
1: Eight years, something like third, fourth grade. Because,
0: yeah. When you started, was I a coach there? Or was it before I got there? I think I
1: started either the year or the year before you started, like, like kind of coaching. Because I remember we used to have those pictures, those old pictures of yeah, you. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Because I was still at Slippery Rock.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was then.
0: Okay. I started in 2012, that would be nine years ago.
1: Yeah, it was, yeah, it was I right said,
0: yeah, you were Yeah, we, all, we came in together. Yes, I sir. did run for River City in high school, but I took a year. I was living in Oregon. Weird connections. I was living in Oregon. Isn't that where your dad's from? Yeah. <laughs> um, so you started in, what? That has to be, it's like third grade or yeah, something like that. Yeah, third grade. And then, yeah. So, yeah, how did that go? Like, through elementary school and then take us into middle school about, like, you running and continuing to go back because you had to decide to go back.
1: Yeah, um... Well, first, like, when first, my first season, I thought it was fun. And then, like, I kept going. And honestly, like, the next couple of years, kind of felt like I was forced into it, and I didn't like running. And, like, my mom would have to drag me to practice. And, yeah, I didn't like running, and I, I would never run on my own, ever. And then going into middle school, like, that was in elementary school. Like, sixth, part of seventh grade, I felt that same way. And then something changed, like, mid-seventh grade, where I started getting, like... Kind of fast and I was like okay I kind of like this. I' mm-hmm. going on runs on my own. my mom wouldn't have to yell at me to get in the car to go to practice and yeah we'd have we'd have uh, these meets in middle school like public school meets nothing serious just the same place we run for high school. Um, they were fun. we'd eighth grade I placed third place uh, at the city champs for middle school had a lot of fun there. then high school. First freshman year, a little rough, but then I definitely really started to get into a sophomore year.
0: Okay. Loved running. So let's talk about these big time jumps, right? I want to talk about kind of where your head was at, where your body was at, that helped you really get to where you're at. Because, I mean, for those listening, what is your current cross-country PR?
1: Cross-country PR is 1558. And where's
0: your current flat 5? We're talking 5Ks here, people. And what is your current flat just road race
1: road race is the great race is 1540 i feel like i could go faster than that because that was the day after the big state's uh, invitational
0: ah uh, so you were a little bit sore yeah so that's those are big times people uh i, I wish those of you listening can eventually run those kind of times now you said you dropped three minutes from freshman year to sophomore year
1: sophomore year yeah
0: what do you think happened
1: well, I was kind of hurt freshman year. I think I was milking a little bit because I didn't like to run. Had a little bit of a hip thing, but... Just yeah. a thing, but it... Yeah, it wasn't... You know. Yeah, nothing, nothing serious. I just didn't want to try. Something, something to talk about. Yeah. And then track season rolled around. Actually, like cross country, I like racing track a lot more. I love the like, social aspect of cross country. better we get to travel. There's a lot more stuff to do. But racing on the track, there's nothing better than that. Oh. I love the two-mile. The four-by-eight of my good friends made states last year probably the most fun sports season I've ever had in my entire life I love running on the track and freshman year like came off this like not great cross-country season and then we had you know three spots in the mile for every invitational and like miraculously I made one of them and I ran like a 504 freshman year I was really proud of that so, yeah, that was a lot of fun. That was kind of like when I started, like, really getting into competing and, like, wanting
0: to run. Mm-hmm. What did you do that summer? I imagine you probably had River City, You and then after that spring, like, what did you do going into your sophomore year across cross country? Like, what do you think happened your sophomore year?
1: Uh, I, honestly, if no I'd shown up to practice more, putting in more effort, just wanting it more. Like, mm-hmm. wanting to get the times, see, like... All my friends were on varsity. I was sitting on JV like a bum, like sitting there, running 20s, I was like, no, I'm tired of that. And decided, I got thrown on varsity the first meet. Everyone was kinda of like, wow, what is that kid doing on varsity? And then I ran 1725, first race sophomore year.
0: Mm. Yeah, so that was fun. Okay, so 1725, sophomore year, you got thrown on varsity. Leading up to it, you were like, I want this. Yeah. I, I, How did that attitude change, like, affect you? That, like what did it do like when you were not even at practice and when you were at practice?
1: Like just putting in more effort just caring about it more. It's not like oh, I'm just showing up to run I'll just show coach. I'm here like no. I got to be here for me I want to be here for the races be here to beat other people You know be here to get the time I want to get which is what I started doing showing up putting a lot more effort in practice just pushing myself even when it hurt
0: hmm Okay so sophomore year was that before COVID? After when 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 was sophomore this fall year? Of COVID? You missed that year of track.
1: Yeah, we missed that sophomore year of track.
0: Okay, and so take take us through your journey from you hit the seventeen twenty five and you didn't get to compete again until the next fall. Yeah. So like, what happened over that year? Yeah, that year
1: we had city champs. I remember we had a few cross country meets. I think I got my PR down to like seventeen ten. Uh, sophomore year but then after that yeah we didn't have a track season
0: and what kind of times are you running on average because we got prs and we got the time we usually been, have been running. you're talking about this year no that that year, sophomore year. oh that year Just definitely to give some context What are you generally definitely running? above
1: 18 like those those two races i did something crazy but i was above 18 mostly every time there's a couple 17 50s in there those were my two fastest times
0: okay a lot of 18 sophomore yeah definitely i like to keep that in mind for well the pr is this yeah, but PR is PR for a reason. we got an average time that yeah. lead us to those PRs. Definitely. All right, so what? yeah, take, us, take me through. City championships, sophomore year, then through cross-country going into your junior year.
1: Then, it was kind of, I remember, we finished up cross-country season. We're all excited. We're getting ready. We're doing some runs over the winter. Then indoor track season, we had like one meet down in Youngstown, Ohio, one of my favorite track meets. We had that. And then we were super excited for track season. Everything got shut down. Mm. And we were kind of... Me, Holden, Aleph, another one of good friends on the team. We just started doing these quarantine runs where we'd just go in the park and run five times a week.
0: Did you do them together? Yeah. Okay.
1: That was a lot of fun. I remember those. We did that. We did that up until like from March all the way until summer conditioning for junior year started. Then we like really started to kick it and we really started to try junior year that was a lot of fun that cross-country season
0: take me through y'all the three of you putting that together like whose idea was it how did you guys decide what when you were going to go who kind of how'd you rile yourselves up to do that i think and were any of you running on your own before that
1: i think we were like occasionally running around it was like winter so we thought it was the season off like we get we just get to chill that year and then probably Holden, who wanted to run in the park, invited us in. We just kind of made it a thing, run every single day. And yeah, it was definitely, especially during quarantine, just a way to get out of the house. Oh yeah. So we were trapped in there. We definitely just wanted to go. We'd go all around the city, just anywhere we wanted. It was a lot of fun. And then, yeah, definitely Holden, the one who brought it into us.
0: How did you feel that contributed when like summer conditioning started and I guess that's what, July usually? Yeah. So you March to July, you guys are running on your own. What did you notice about you know, the fruits of that labor?
1: Well, we noticed we were definitely ready. We were definitely ready for cross-country season. we we'll, to like, start conditioning. Started doing workouts earlier, like early in the summer season. Started putting in a lot of effort to those workouts. Then we were super excited for the season to start. We were ready to go. We, we did pretty well. Um, I think especially all three of us we've been running we were ready we are like kind of fed up because there was no season like mm-hmm. no track season Because, but yeah we were ready to PR and me and Holden got City Champs last year Holden got a 1647 and I got a 1648 so that was a fun time so definitely PR'd by a lot I Think and then I think Holden PR'd 1640 the following week
0: was so, it the following week?
1: Yeah, it was at okay. uh, regionals to go to states.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Those those quarantine runs definitely helped a lot.
0: Nice. And did you notice, you know, the difference between people who did not do quarantine runs?
1: Definitely, people who kind of just took the summer off or took the spring quarantine thing off. We are like starting to beat them now. Mm. Some of the seniors.
0: Nice. All right. So, boom. Quarantine runs. You run sixteen forty nine. And would you agree, or sixteen forty eight? I'm sorry. Would you agree, because like this, I've been the one putting this out there that most of the time you were running like seventeen teens, maybe seventeen. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't even. I think my PR. I think my fastest time besides the sixteen forty eight was like a seventeen oh four, and all the rest were like high seventeens, mid seventeens.
0: Which is a whole minute faster than the year before that. Right. Yeah. Because you said you were doing eighteens. Yeah. Uh, back in in that season. All right, so we're moving forward. Boom, we cross country. You guys crush it. You go to states again. Track season last year, which was like magical to watch and be a part of. Especially the whole four by eight. You know, that was a highlight a few moments that uh, you know that, that really stuck out to you, and you know, and, and especially in the light of you training and working for those moments and what those moments felt like. What were they?
1: Well, one thing that really comes to mind that really helped was running at the point two, three times a week with Coach Donald. Me and Aleph, sometimes holding, he had basketball season. Me and Aleph going down there, The that god-awful cold, uh. like bundled up, running, just... it's still We we didn't care that it was cold. We just wanted to get better. We were ready for track season. We were ready to go. You know, we went out there, and then indoor season came up again, and we took it up more seriously than the year before. We went to the first meet of the year, January 9th. I remember this, because it was me, Holden... Aleph and then Isaiah, who graduated last year. We, we just decided to do the 4x8 because we love doing it. And we won by like 40 seconds. And we held, the, we held the record in Ohio for the 4x8 only for one week. But hey, we we'll did it. It. Yeah, we'll take it. We did that. And we were so excited. We went to, there were three more invitationals. We went to all of them. And at the last one, it was like real competition. So, like, all the fast guys came out. And we ended up running like an 826 which destroyed our other 4 APRs by like 20, 30 seconds. And right after we ran that, we all looked at each other, we were like, now it's time for states, because you have to run a certain time to make states and track, not like cross country. You had to run an 8.15. We ran that 8.26, we six. We're like, we got this. And that season, like, preparing ourselves, every single invitational, we didn't, like, we came up short a couple times, and finally, right at the end of the year, we somehow pulled it off, breaking our PR by five seconds, and we made the time.
0: Let's let's not just skim past that. What happened that day and during that race? Because that was big. You went eight thirteen, right? Eight twelve. Eight twelve. Yeah,
1: we. Well, that was city champs, which similar to cross country, doesn't have any like real competition for us because it's a city league. Like some of those guys are fast. The four by eight team, like they none of them were eight hundred runners, so wasn't that good against us. It was just us racing against the clock. And we had eight invitations before that where we missed 8.15. Like the week before we ran an eight seventeen one. We were super upset. Then we showed up that day, we were like, you know what, we're not even gonna try. Like, we're, just, we're gonna take this off. We, we didn't make states. Let's just all try and get our individual medals. And we got on the track and Holden goes, Holden goes first and he goes, all right, if I try, you guys have to try. Then we start getting pumped up. We're like, all right, and Holden runs. His first 800 is like a 201. And we're like, yeah, we're like pumped up now. And then Aleph gets it, Aleph runs. I forget what Aleph ran. Aleph ran like like what he normally ran.
0: I think it was like, I think he was a PR, but it was like, it was like I think it was like 206 maybe, Yeah, like It was, it was something like
1: that. I think it might've been a little higher than that. Cause I remember me and Isaiah, like Aleph gave me the baton and I was so ready. I was sprinting, like there was no one even near me. And I just knew I had to go faster. And I ended up running a 2.04, and, like, we were looking at the clock, and it was, like, so close. Give the baton to Isaiah. I don't know. What, Isaiah, like, just as a preface, he didn't even warm up because he thought we weren't trying. Gave the baton to him, started running. He ended up running a 157 after his previous PR was, like, a 2.01, and he brought us the States. And I remember after just jumping on him, everyone all excited, our whole team just, like, ran onto the track to celebrate. That was, yeah, that was probably the best moment of track.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. That was so cool to watch. Like watching that race. I'm trying to remember if Sly was next to me or who was next to me. And we're watching this race and we're like, oh, that just happened. Like,
1: yeah, our co- we just did that. <laughs> our coach didn't even think we could do it. He was like, yeah, we can just take the week off. Just focus on your individual events. Part of us. That's probably the reason we actually tried because our coach said that to us.
0: Mm, you knew how to push the right buttons. Yeah. And then you guys, you actually did really well in your individuals, right? Didn't you PR that day?
1: Oh no, wasn't that? Oh, I pr Yeah, I appeared in the mile. I got a four forty in the mile, which I was pretty happy about. The two mile was so hot; it was, it was rough. And then we made so it was kind of frustrating. The athletic director kind of oh, gives Alderdyke yeah. a hard time. She was making a big deal out of we had to run a certain time to go to states. So we, and then she was super persistent on not letting us go, even though we were one and a half seconds off. It's like, no, no, no. And then we we win. We win. We get the time. We're super excited. And then, so, like, I won the 4 by 8 the mile, the two mile, and then we ended up winning the 4 by 4 too, which we weren't even that good at. And she sends out an email the next day that just says, anyone who won their event at Cities gets to go to States, which we were happy and kind of frustrated about. But at the end of the day, we didn't really care because we made it for the 4 by 8 like, we knew we we're the only team that deserved to make it.
0: I don't want to beat that horse, but I learned that day that that rule was a city rule that they implemented themselves. Like, I was like, is this a PIAA rule? Because this doesn't make sense to me why this district is different from other districts and that, you know, you go to the Whippy if You're top, A is like top four, Triple A, is like top five, or maybe it's vice versa. Yeah. And for y'all, it's like, no, you have to hit the time. And it's like... Wow, at Whitby world championships, a lot of people do hit the time that go. Not all four or five of them always hit that time, and they go to states. And it's like you have to hit the time to go to states, or you have to win. And like you know, in the eight hundred, I think it was holding Isaiah. Like I think Isaiah came very close to like hitting the time, but like the time he hit, you know, there's people at states who ran, you know, two minutes flat, one fifty nine. Like I think in that race he ran like one fifty nine or two flat, and it's like yo. Oh, and it's like, oh, no, she could just make that decision. Exactly. She's one of our
1: first years. Our team doesn't really like her.
0: Yeah, we're going to move on. on. (laughs) So, big moment. What happened leading into this year? Because you had, you know, this kind of, this track season does take us into this calendar year, technically. You ran big PRs, and you had, you know, you had the summer of just training, and then, boom, it's, cross country you actually you put down the pine richland meet didn't you run like was that that was still in the 16th right yeah that was
1: that yeah that i was that was the track 5k right after track season i ran yeah. 1608
0: 1608 talk talk us through talk me through like that progression leading to now and like what happened like you're running really fast I mean yes you had a big jumps over the course of time, but even go the senior year and still have big jumps like that, it's not overly common. There are other seniors, I'm sure you've met some other seniors who run really good junior years and then run pretty similar their senior year. Like it's right. not uncommon for people to not necessarily make that leap and get that much better their senior year. What happened?
1: Honestly, I like, I just kind of started, it's hard to explain what happened. I just started working hard. I could feel myself just wanting to hit the times where like I knew what time I wanted to get. I knew I had to get it. And it really helps. I remember the first race of the year, Erie McDowell, me and Holden racing it out. We're right next to each other, like in most races. We're right next to each other. We're talking things out. And the Erie McDowell coach tells us to go the wrong way, like purposely, and his runner Ends up winning the race. Me and Holden still get second and third. You were in front of their runner. We were in front of him by like 100 meters. And he tells us to go the wrong way. And that was like the most pissed I've ever been, like especially at a cross-country meet. We were super mad. I think that kind of ties into it because I started getting really competitive this year. Like finding guys I wanted to beat, trying to beat them, trying to stick with Holden especially who was beating me by like 20 seconds junior year. Definitely wanted to stick with him. And like, especially when the Erie coach did that, that's one thing. It's still like, I can't wait to race them in two weeks. <laughs> like we in, we're racing. The winner out of us two goes to states. Want to have a conversation with that coach after we take that from them. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, it's just like getting competitive. Like, I love love competing against other people, especially people who are faster than me, because I find someone to latch on to try and keep up with them.
0: Yeah. Okay, what what else? Is that you know, was that the main thing is that competitive drive picking up?
1: I mean, I'm sure that's what I think it is, but I also we've also put in a lot of work over this last summer. Like went to practice five times a week, ran on our own once. The coach has really been pushing us because he realized we can be like possibly the best team he's ever
0: had. Oh, so, that's a big that's it. a big deal. Yeah. Do you feel like then maybe the competitive drive is what started and is the do you and maybe this is like a loaded question actually, but the competitive drive even like, pushing all of that to even happen.
1: Definitely, definitely, because when I see like, I'm looking at like the city record right now that I want to beat, and I know that's like, that's why I'm stepping on the the course on Saturday, because I want to beat that record. Mm -hmm. So that competitive drive definitely helps, or the competitive drive, when I go to like, after school, it's spent seven hours, you know, with my mask on in this hot school, like, why am I going to practice right now? And then I remember that city record time, like, that's what I'm going to practice right now. Mm-hmm. What's that time? 1559.
0: 1559,
1: you gotta hit. Yeah, that's just on the city course. Like, I beat that on another course, but my PR on the city course is 1607.
0: Okay. All right, does that, something that just came to me, does that influence how you talk to Holden and Aleph and I mean, Owen's like the other big guy on the team now. Does that influence how you talk to them? What do you mean? Like, this competitive drive, and, you know, you, especially you holding in the left, have this, like, group that you've had this whole time. As you all have gotten more competitive and gotten faster and, you know, this has become, well, all of you, this seriousness of this varies. It's clearly more serious than it was before. Definitely. Does that influence how you talk to them, at least in the context of track, not just in general, but, like, in the context of running, practicing or training
1: like when i'm when i'm talking about it i always talk about me and holden because me and holden are right next to each other first and second we always talk about how we're going to break the city league record because honestly whatever happens on saturday i think me and holden are coming one second like within each other and owen's a year younger than us i don't think he'll be much further than 20 seconds behind us because he's also he's crazy fast he ran like a 1650 something on the city course maybe even 1640 so yeah we always talk about how excited we are as a team to win this cause our team like I don't think Flynn's ever had a four guys break 17 and when me Holden Owen and Alaf all did it mm-hmm. the other week at, I think it was red white and blue we were super excited all like obviously we're competitive towards each other but at the end of the day we all want each other to do good Yeah, we're friends obviously we're teammates so yeah I think with pushing each other, like me and Holden go fast, and Owen comes right behind us. Alex right behind him. It's a fun time.
0: Nice. That's good that you have that camaraderie. And I think I think it's important that you all want each other to win because nobody loses anything if your teammate does well. Exactly. Like okay, yeah, you might lose this race or lose this place, but like you guys are all getting yourselves better. Right. And you know, there's good reason to believe that you all wouldn't even be running as well if it wasn't for the fact that the other of you weren't running as well. Yeah. That's awesome. So, uh, we're kind of at the close of this. I really enjoyed the story, and this is like a whole perspective that I actually didn't get, and I talked to, you know, a couple hours a week, and I didn't even know it to this level of detail, or, you know, just understand, like, you know, I, I have my ideas. We've talked about some of this, but, like, to really drive this timeline, this has been cool. There are actually people who are in your shoes at least demographically, who might listen to this? You know, the, there's kids who will listen to this. Did you know? Actually, there's actually a couple kids that you even see around here like listen to this. Parents listen to this. There's coaches that listen to this. Okay. Um, what are some parting thoughts and words that you could use as like kind of advising for athletes to you know get from they're good or they think they're good at least to get them to the space where they're like really good. What do they have to do, Jack?
1: What do they have to do? Honestly, it's find something that motivates you. If it's, like, for me, I love competing. I love the aspect of, like, beating the times I want. You just have to find something that pushes you. Like, find something that'll make you want to run or want, make you want to run faster, make you want to go to practice, do the workouts as hard as you can. Find... Especially for me, it really helped finding guys who are just as fast as you who are faster than you. Run with them. Try and keep up with them. Is a mindset thing? Yeah, well I, like I just said, you have to find something that really motivates you to keep going no matter what it is. Get better, get faster, press someone, like make some college coaches look your way. You just gotta find something.
0: Nice. So hope y'all listen to that. Find something that motivates you motivates you latch on to it do you like have any weird like not weird everything's weird so just also something for you to get as you get older the weird things that would make people remember you what's weird in high school is like cool when you're an adult just by the way um (laughs) do you have any like weird ritual things that you do to like help remind you of that Weird ritual things. So things like people put this as a screensaver on their phone, or maybe they talk about it to themselves in the morning, or maybe they like do some sort of writing that's journaling about their goal and things like that. Do you have like any little ritual things like that?
1: Ritual things, no. Before the race, I have a chain that I always wear mm-hmm. that I chew on about two hours before the race, just the entire time until I get up to the thing. Besides, like ritual things, not things really
0: that bad. like or like. Almost those little things that remind you when it's time to go train, that it's time to train, or that help you stay in the zone. Like how you mentioned, or maybe you actually you have one. At the end of the school day, you said like, "Oh, I've been sitting in the school with my mask on for seven hours. Why am I going to train?" And you think about, "Oh, it's the school record." Do you have any like ten like physical thing, or maybe you don't. Just maybe you don't, but it's asking. Like physical things. Not like like. It could even be like physical in the sense of like, oh, there's a thing on my phone or oh, there's this thing I do. Maybe it's not. I'm just asking.
1: I don't like, I don't think anything physical thing. It's just like the mental like thinking that, yeah, I have to do this. Yeah, I have to get faster. Mm-hmm. Like if I want to get faster, I can't just skip practice or not go run. Stuff like that. Nothing to really remind myself. I just have to work on reminding myself.
0: So it's the mental thing that you do, but yeah, you do definitely. it like pretty much every day. Oh, definitely. Okay. cool, cool. Cool. Um. so that's awesome any like other final thoughts that you want to leave, leave the audience with
1: final thoughts uh, I don't think so I think we covered everything we covered just everything. find something that motivates you and push towards it
0: well good people I hope you enjoyed this episode this was very enjoyable for me uh, thank you Jack for coming on the show thank you for inviting me and using this as a rest day oh, yes. to get ready for City Champs to come talk Hey, uh, for those of you listening, make sure you like, subscribe and share this show with a friend, share it with a teammate, share it with an athlete, younger adult that you feel like needs to hear a message like this. Um, This is awesome. Make sure you also check out the website. We don't have sponsors on this podcast. Why? Because I'm the sponsor of the podcast. So make sure you check out www.ghperformance.com. you know, see what we do on there. Jack will be getting ready to come back for some of the North Shore runs in a couple of weeks. So, Definitely. by the time you hear this podcast, it'll probably be going into November and we'll be starting those back up with our trackside program. So, if you're interested in our trackside program, you want to, you know, be in an environment with other people who are motivated to do well, which whether they're cross country athletes here or basketball athletes or you know, sprinters, um, whatever people do you know, go on the website, reach out, you know, follow me on Instagram at coach underscore Donald. You can also follow the show at at training well done underscores between the words people. And thank you for listening. Uh, Please, you know, reach out if you have any comments about it. You'll see Jack on my Instagram. You know, we'll we'll update you about how everything went. But without uh, further ado, we'll end the show. Thanks for listening and um, see you next time. Ciao.